Hey, thanks for joining Sales with Suli, a mom of three who spent the last 12 summers knocking doors. Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things women, the ups and downs of my journey, and what it takes to find success on and off the doors. Go ahead and enjoy part two of this episode. Being able to like share your story, like I kid you not, just like being able to just relate to you on like yeah. every aspect of like wanting to prove yourself, but having to continually do it on a regular basis, you mm -hmm. know, just because we feel like we are women. And for me, that's where my transition after 12 summers. I know. Um, wow. <laughs> literally being in, in, in one place, like it's exactly the things that you're saying. Like you, you don't know any better. You don't know mm -mm. what you don't know. You yep. And for me being able to see like, before I hit a thousand accounts last year, um, Hello. like, yeah, <laughs> I, I felt like I was probably some of those men in this industry. Like my first, you know, f few years, it was just like, holy cow, like, no, I've got to be the best. I've got to do all these things like stomp on whoever you need to, to be able to get to the top. And it wasn't even until like these last few years that it, just a lot of humbling things happened in my life to where it was like, holy heck, Suli, like you need to move on beyond yourself. And, you know, again, not wanting to, to down talk men, because I feel like there are some of us women who are out there, too. Like some of us can oh, be definitely, wolves. Yeah, definitely. And some of us will use the women thing to be able to like, you know, find our way to the top or whatnot and, and those people yeah and, like and yeah and I don't want to be associated with that or those type of like just people period um but my transition and my thought process began you know over a year ago in the sense of like wanting to bring to attention like hey we need a woman's program like, hey, we need to be like creating a space where women are welcome. We need to be doing things where women feel like they can come and be equal, where women feel like they can be trained. Um, after losing one of my team leaders, I think that's when my eyes started opening to the pay gap for um and maybe it's not just just women. I'm sure like other men out there in the industry who aren't getting paid well because they're not the ones screaming at the top of their lungs. Of course. But for me specifically, a black female at one place over 12 years come to find out however many people were getting paid better than me, however many people were 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 getting like X, Y, Z because they were recruiting, because they were doing this. People who are also sometimes doing less. It's just a matter of the yeah. fact that they know who's above them and they have a really personal relationship with them. Yeah. So they're able to negotiate a higher pay or something like that. And it, these were just all things that I just didn't talk about like publicly. It was just like, oh, that's totally fine. Like I'm doing I'll fine. Like, okay. yeah, my I'm husband has a money. job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my kids are great. Like we have our needs we're investing we're doing like all these things and it was just like I felt like you get what you get like type of thing like stop asking you know for more you don't like deserve to ask yeah it's like, like take, yeah, yeah take like I felt it. like when I did when I found out it was like pulling like teeth and nail but anyways to finally get into the space where it was just like wow we need to be able to create a space where women are cheering each other on regardless if they're doing pest control internet alarms dish like wherever the heck like we are all going to be put in positions and predicaments where we don't have leaders who believe us mm -mm. we don't have friends who are rooting for us but we want to get to the top two we yeah. want to be successful and so as i thought about some of these things and being able to you know bring a women's program 
uh, to a place like I started seeing change. Like I, I can't deny that, that things were being done, you know, whether it's little things of like, okay, women's t-shirts or women's polos, like that's important. Yeah. So exhausted of like all the men's like, uh, shorts and all the no, men's see, polos. My first and all year, the- yeah, we didn't have, we didn't have any, any female shirts. So I looked like I wasn't wearing a freaking potato sack yeah. my first year <laughs> down to my ankles. I'm like, what the heck yeah. is this? Like they don't even understand like the littlest things goes like the longest way. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, bringing this program to light was kind of like put on the table. And then after I go and hit a thousand accounts, I come home and it's still not there. And I'm just like, you know, if I want to make a difference, I have to start with me. Mm -hmm. Like I can't be uh, like, I don't want to. I felt like I didn't want to go bombard like my leaders. Like I didn't want to go be like, Hey, we need funding for like X, Y, Z. And so what did I do? I just started like on a small scale, like thankfully to like one of my regionals who was so supportive and was like, Suli, I think you need to be creating like something where you, where you can coach women, where you can do X, Y, Z. And it was very humbling to me because I felt like the coaching program that I created was more for me coming, uh, um, a little bit more humble than where I first started. Uh, I, I feel like you've truly started at a more humbling uh, <laughs> place for sure. Haven in the sense that you were like open to training and open to help and open to doing those things that I feel like I wasn't. And so as I started this program, I started meeting with like different women who are in solar or alarms or internet. And I'm like, Holy heck, I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> like I have never done anything else, but pest control. Like how am I truly going to understand where they're coming from? And so creating this program where I'd be able to talk about like uh, mental toughness, be able to talk about like what it's like to be a woman on a team or what it's like just being able to be out there. Like I just felt like I wanted to be everyone's like biggest cheerleader. And it was just like, holy cow. like, I don't have a ton of funds to do it. Like I want to go and knock on every single door with every girl in every part of the world, (laughs) but it's just like, it costs time and money (laughs) and energy. (laughs) Yeah. And it was just like, and, and so as I started doing these things and branching out, I felt like I secretly had to go and try things because if my company found out it would be like frowned upon, first of all, so I go and, you know, I go and do a blitz with a dish and it was just like, uh, this doesn't pay so well. I'm like, anyone can do it, but it wasn't that great. And then I'm like, okay, I go and do a blitz for alarms. I definitely sucked at that. Like props to all you people out there doing alarms, <laughs> like bless <laughs> your guys' hearts. Um, I only sold a couple. And then to go and try solar as I'm talking to some of these girls who are just like, you know, our leaders aren't working. Like, I don't even know how I can get training. And I'm like, holy heck, I know nothing about solar, but let me go give it a shot. So I go out my very first week and I basically like fall flat on my face like the first four days. And luckily, somehow the next three days, you know, I go and sell three accounts and I was like, holy heck, like that was a fluke. As I'm still teaching these girls and coaching these girls about mental toughness, about just being able to be on a schedule, about being able to just focus on the controllables and forget the results, they're going to come. And so this is literally me practicing what I preach as kind of how I stumbled across solar. And for me, the biggest reason why it, and, you know, my last company 
definitely wanted to do everything in the books to to keep me for sure it's like you know your worth like when you're leaving mm -hmm. but like where was it you know when i was while, while there, there uh-huh yeah you could easily kept me if you just appreciated what you had yeah <laughs> like definitely for sure just the little things but it was just like i it was crazy because i wanted to make it work like i was willing to go and get you know a little bit to go and do pest control but my focus like as i kept on going and doing each blitz was like I wanted freedom. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to be able to come and go like as I please. Like I want to be able to practice what I preach on a regular basis. And if I can't go and start all over from scratch and truly start all over with some of the girls that I'm freaking coaching, like who the hell do I think I am? Like, and so for me being a part of this transition and going like, it's been the saddest realization to see like how little friends that you truly have at a place where you had spent the last 12 years. Right. I can only imagine your position yeah. after 12 years. Cause yeah. I even had that experience just after two. Yeah. Like how many people, it, you, you know, like talk bad about you or believe every rumor or whatnot, as opposed to like shooting you a text, like, Hey, Suli. Yeah. Like I heard about this. Like, are you okay? Like, Hey, Suli, like X, Y, Z. Like I, I heard this, but I definitely like, I've known you longer than that. Like, what was up? Yeah, like, like what happened? Is this true? Yeah. Even like, how hard is it to ask? And just uh, for some clarification. Yeah. Exactly. Those were definitely the the biggest eye openers for me. And so my worth was no longer about a, a, a dollar sign, but it was more about me validating, like, who I am as an individual. Like, do I want to be in a place where they want to apologize after, you know, I'm on my way out? Do they want to, you know, give me all the things, you know, after all these years of feeling like I had been, you know, discredited via pay or the fact that I am a woman, a black woman at that, or all the things that I felt like I was deserving of, but never wanted to ask for because I felt the guilt because it was just like, oh, like, you know, this is a man's world. Like you need to be recruiting. You need to be doing like X, Y, Z, which I get it. So to be at a position in my life where... I don't need to worry about what money I'm going to make off of X, Y, Z, but I can truly make a difference for myself, for the people that I'm serving on the doors, for the girls that I'm coaching. Like there's no amount of money that's going to, that could be given to me on the table that will put me back in a box. Like I felt back, if, I feel like if I ever went backwards or came from a place where I did before, where, um, I kind of had to be censored on the things that I was saying or the things that I was sharing or or what I could post or basically not being able to share my content, you know, with other companies or with other women. Like my passion now is like the success of like you, Haven, <laughs> looking at other women in other industries and seeing like some of the struggles that they've went through and like seeing empathy. And I don't feel like if I don't move on, if I don't like stand up and keep being an example, like who else will? Nobody will. It starts yeah. with you. No, it really does. And that's why I'm like truly thankful for you, like taking the time. Like, I don't even know who's going to be listening to this, like down the road. Like, I don't even know like who you're going to touch Haven because of your example, because of your tenacity, because of the things that you've accomplished, but you've definitely touched me <laughs> and been you. an example of like, how much more empathetic I want to be just to humans period like how much more I want to listen and reach out it was even like the things that 
where I had even heard about you. It was like, holy cow, I have her number. Why would I believe you? I'm going to ask her myself. Mm-hmm. And to flat out just be in a position or to be able to teach people, um, you know, care about the people who are around you, care about your coworkers. Yes, like, you have to. Yeah, care about the place that you're coming from and not to say that it's like this in every region or no, every team. Not. Yeah, because I definitely had great leaders. I definitely had great teammates. But definitely, if the environment from the top is conducive and welcoming all the way to the bottom and it's just standard across the board, we wouldn't have situations like you that's going to be swept under the rug. No, no. But if the foundation is sand, it's like, how are you going to build a house on that? Yeah, it's true. And so to end there, for any of you people out there who feel like you're deserving of more, ask it. Like demand it, demand. Yes, yes. let's not ask. Let's yes. be demanding demand now. it for for any of you women. And and I'm not talking about those of us like women who may just be you know coasting or who may just be like you know content or or whatever. I'm saying to those of you guys who are literally like putting in the work for those of you gr- women out there who are deserving, for those of you women who just need to be heard, like reach out, like let us know what we can do to help you, and just know that this space is for you (laughs) that we are capable of big things and that you're truly enough here we'll end there (laughs) thanks for taking the time to tune in if i've added any kind of value to your thoughts on knocking doors please share this podcast with another female rep until next time know that you are capable you are valued and most importantly you are enough